I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Apple fans, listen up because we've got news. Apple is assembling the latest iPhone 14 series in India. The production has started at Foxconn's plant near Chennai and these made in India iPhone 14 models will be available in both the domestic and international markets later this year. Apple has been assembling other iPhone models in India since 2017 such as the iPhone SE, iPhone 12 and iPhone 13, but this is the first time that the production of a new generation of iPhone has begun in India simultaneously with China. Earlier it would get assembled only 6 to 8 months after a series was made available in the market. While a majority of Apple products such as iPhones, iPads and MacBook laptops are currently manufactured in China, the tech giant is looking to move some of its production away from the country due to the rising geopolitical tensions between US and Taiwan, strict COVID restrictions and supply chain disruptions. And the focus now is all about expanding India and Vietnam. In fact, JP Morgan analysts are expecting the Cupertino-based company to move 5% of its global iPhone 14 production to India by late 2022 and a quarter of its production to the country by 2025. But does this mean that iPhones will get cheaper in India? Going by the past trends, that's highly unlikely. Besides, the company is still relying on China for components. The company has also recently rolled out its iOS 16 update which has a redesigned lock screen and focus filters among other things. But one key feature that was supposed to arrive with this update is missing. I'm talking about the buy now pay later feature that was supposed to allow a customer to make a payment through Apple Pay and split it into four installments without interest. What's the hold up? There are no confirmed details on that. But in a Bloomberg report, tech journalist Mark Gurman wrote about buzz that Apple is facing significant technical and engineering challenges in rolling out this specific service. Gurman also shared another curious development in his newsletter Power On. It's been rumored that the tech giant is planning to ditch its usual glitzy event and announce its iPad Pro, Mac Mini, 14-inch and 16-inch MacBook Pro models through a press release in October. But Gurman believes that Apple may ultimately end up feeling differently. But hold on, there's some more news from Apple Verticals. One of America's most anticipated events, the Super Bowl halftime show is about to get a revamp as Apple Music has taken over as lead sponsor from Pepsi, which has been sponsoring the show for the past decade. And guess who is coming back on stage after 5 years to perform at the next Super Bowl? Rihanna. How exciting is that? But while Apple Music is looking to set the stage on fire, Apple TV Plus seems to have ended its multi-year deal with Oprah Winfrey. Variety magazine reported that both parties will continue to work together but only on a project by project basis. That's all the Apple news we've got for you today. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hi, I'm Farheen Khan and we'll be back for the deep dive for September 27th, 2022 after this short break. When we were in college, we, we didn't have options. 
I did five years of engineering. I was not cut out to be an engineer. But why did I do five years of engineering? It's because everybody did. It was always there. Um, like I said, I was always I was always that kid that was like extra involved in everything. Um, even in school, like I was involved in student government. I would try my leg at even things that I wasn't great at, like MUN, sports teams, all of it. Do you remember that tiny little mobile phone given to you as the very first souvenir for adults life? Or do you have that one epic statement that a favourite professor left you with on your graduation day? These are these tiny little things, some of which are the reasons why you founded your first startup, some of which are why you made that career switch. We talk to the many changemakers across fields who tell us what it was like for them back in the days, back in college. Here is a podcast that takes you back to campus with the disruptors of our country. Tune in to Season 1 of the Back to Campus podcast with Rajneel Kamath, co-founder at thesignal.co. Catch the podcast on the signal.co website and any of your preferred podcasting app. Trump has made it to the headlines yet again. So here's what's happening. New York Attorney General Letitia James has filed a $250 million lawsuit against Donald Trump, three of his children and his family business Trump Organization, alleging extensive fraud that dates back to 10 years, specifically the period between 2011 to 2021. Let me explain what New York City has against the former United States President. In this civil lawsuit, Trump and his company Trump Organization is accused by James of exaggerating the values of several properties in order to secure favorable loans and tax deductions. Following a three-year investigation, James filed a 200-page complaint with numerous specific charges. James, for instance, claims Trump lied when he said that the Trump Tower was 30,000 square feet when it was more like 11,000 square feet. And because no New York City apartments were sold for more than $100 million at the time, she asserted that the property's 2015 valuation of $327 million was ridiculous. Another argument presented by James was that Trump valued the Mar-a-Logo property built in Florida at $739 million and also falsely claimed it could be transformed for residential use, when in reality it should have only been worth $75 million, according to the lawsuit. The issue here is also that despite having signed away his residential rights, Trump claimed charitable deductions for his Florida property. The amount of the charitable deduction is determined by the value of the donation or property in this case. What does this imply then? It means if Trump really jacked up the value of Mar-a-Lago, he basically managed to claim a larger deduction and lower his tax burden. To put it in legal terms, James contends that Trump broke New York Executive Law 6312, a strict legislation that punishes anyone who engages in repeated fraudulent or illegal activities or otherwise demonstrates persistent fraud or illegality in the carrying on, conducting or transaction of business. As per the lawsuit, James is suing Trump and his children Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump and Ivanka Trump for $250 million. She also wants them barred for life from taking any board-level position in any New York-based company and a five-year ban on purchasing any commercial property or obtaining bank loans in the state. Naturally, the Trump family business will suffer a great loss if James wins. This is certainly not the first time for James. She has investigated prominent figures before as well. For example, she bought up a lawsuit in 2020 
alleging fraud and corruption within the National Rifle Association, a popular gun rights advocacy group in the U.S. She had also filed a case against Andrew Cuomo, a former governor of New York who belonged to her own party. Cuomo, in fact, resigned in August 2021 as a result of her investigations into the allegations of sexual harassment against him. Additionally, James has always been critical of Trump, which dates back to her 2018 campaign for Attorney General, during which she promised to launch a thorough inspection into his business practices to find out if he had broken any laws. Anyhow, now you must be wondering, what was Trump's reaction to this matter? Well, reportedly, he called the lawsuit another witch hunt on his social media platform, Truth Social. No surprise there, as this is how he has reacted to previous lawsuits as well. And this is bad news for Trump, given that he plans to run for presidency in 2024. And this civil case is among the many legal challenges that must be overcome before he officially nominates himself to become the president. Another question at hand is, will Trump be imprisoned as a result of this lawsuit? As of now, no. Since James's investigation is a civil case, she has instead shared her observations with the Internal Revenue Services, or IRS, and the federal prosecutors in Manhattan. But the chances of criminal charges aren't zero either. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched, and produced by Shorbury and Manaswini. Edited by Dinesh Narayan. Mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the Signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.